Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello friends, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer and scripture reading. Leave your comments in the uh, comments section, your prayer requests that is, and we'll all pray for one another as we delve into God's word. Let's put ourselves in his presence now and ask his grace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, your word teaches us to pray with perseverance because we know that prayer is a, an aspect of our relationship with you. Lord God, we ask you now for all the needs that all your people have. Show us your continued love for us in your answering of our prayers. Show us your continued faithfulness to us in your meeting of our needs. You're giving us wisdom and guidance where we have to make decisions. You're giving us consolation in the midst of sorrow and courage in the midst of battles that we have to engage in. Bless us, Lord, with strength of faith and hope and of love as we continue our journey to you. We repent of our sins, we forgive those who have sinned against us, and we recommit ourselves to living and spreading your word into which we now once again look, asking for your gift of understanding and faithfulness. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's look at this reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. Jesus said to his disciples, Suppose one of you has a friend, who to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Well, brothers and sisters, we have seen this lesson before where the, the judge gives the decision uh, in favor of the, the woman who persists in, uh, in asking him. And God doesn't give us these lessons out of any desire to tell us he is unwilling to give us the good gifts. Just the opposite. He's drawing a, a comparison to say that if indeed the unwillingness of human beings to answer the requests for, from, from their brothers and sisters in need can be overcome by the persistence of the person asking, 
He says, how much more will it be that God will answer your prayers? Because first of all, He is not unwilling. In fact, He's more willing than we are to answer the prayers we bring Him. He's more willing than we are to give us what is truly good. You notice in Luke, Luke's Gospel has a special emphasis on the Holy Spirit uh, because in his version of this, um, of this teaching, which we find elsewhere also in the Gospels, instead of saying, how much more will the Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask, Luke mentions the greatest of good things. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit? God isn't just interested in giving us things. He wants to give us Himself. Because the Holy Spirit is God in all His fullness, in all His power, in all His knowledge, in all His divinity, co-equal to the Father and the Son. So God is saying, the reason you can have confidence in me as the one who answers your prayers is that I'm giving you myself. You think about it. God is infinite. God is, contains everything that is good. He's the source of all that is good. And anything we know as good is only a dim reflection of how good it is in God. So when God says He'll give you the Holy Spirit, it is, as reflected in so many other passages, that He will make His dwelling with us. Or as St. Paul says, if God did not spare His own Son, how is it that He will not give us all other things besides. That's the confidence. The confidence we have in God is not because he's some kind of a, it's not because prayer is some kind of magic. It's not because he's some kind of vending machine. Put the right amount into this slot, hit this button, and what you chose will come out. That's not what it is. It's about a relationship. And that's what he's saying here by saying, God will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. He already gave his son it's God give, entering into a relationship with us, a covenant relationship. I will be your God. You will be my people. Now, a covenant relationship doesn't put the two parties on an equal par by no means. Nobody is equal to God. But it does put them in a loving relationship. God will take care of His people. His people will be faithful to Him and spread His name among the nations to His glory. And that's the context in which we ask and receive. Because a lot of people are confused by this when he says, ask and you will receive. Everyone who asks receives. We experience the opposite sometimes. We ask, but we don't receive. And again, that's because God isn't to be seen as a vending machine. If the vending machine says, put a dollar here into this slot and then you will get this candy bar, and it doesn't come out, then there's something wrong with the vending machine. If we ask God for something and we don't receive that specific thing, it's not that there's something wrong with this promise or wrong with God. It's that we're not understanding the relationship here. When you ask, you always receive because the asking is part of that loving union with God the specific thing you're asking for, God may have reasons that we don't understand why that neither, either has to be delayed or sometimes denied because we don't know with perfection what is good for us. And the Lord does not ignore that request. He gives us what He knows better 
is good for us. This is where the trust has to come in. And sometimes we realize that later. How many times does somebody say, oh, I'm, I'm glad didn't answer, God didn't answer that prayer that I had that time because I'm much wiser now. I know better what to ask for. Ask for the things that lead to your holiness. Ask for a greater faith, greater hope, greater love. Ask for ways to better serve others. If we're always asking for things that simply are for our own pleasure or benefit or riches, well, not all of that is always going to be what's best for us at that moment. You are wicked, but you know how to give good things to your children, he says. Look at your father. He's going to give you everything that is good. Let's pray to him now. Father, we ask you to give us everything that is good. Look kindly upon the petitions of those who are, have expressed their needs to you or who hold them in the silence of their hearts. Lord, in a particular way, we pray for an end to abortion in our land and we pray for victory in Ohio where the voting has already begun on this monumentally destructive amendment to their constitution that would impose a fake right to abortion. Stop that effort, Lord God. Stop that intrusion of child killing into our midst. Stop such efforts all across our land. Bring us to a culture of life. And we pray now as the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, thanks, friends, for praying with me, for delving into the, the Word of Life. Join me again tomorrow and invite others to come in on this program so that we can indeed reach even more people with the word of life. Talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.